Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, July 3rd, 2019, and welcome to episode number 692. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, eight episodes away from the big 700 of the mothership broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we sit and talk about our favorite subject, subject of course of all time that is indeed professional wrestling let's go ahead and let you know first off we're going to have our wrestling news and views here segment here tonight brought being brought to us by our 2017 hall of fame news tag team king ice <clears throat> represented here tonight by the Iceman jd jared d Geralimo. jd is a 2015 and 17 wws hall of famer and also part of the team that brings you wws raw radio every monday afternoon right here on talkshoe.com Plus, also, we will have our wrestling history and birthdays brought to us by. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. Uh, he was suplex machine. <laughs> John Gross. John is, of course, the first 2016 Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Before we get underway with the itinerary, let's welcome JD and John to what should be a prime explosive and usda choice dynamic uh something maybe even as tough as uh even batman's batarangs <clears throat> episode 692 of revolution good to be here thank you very much here gd our live video feed tonight ladies and gentlemen comes to us from nwa us built on tradition of course our tribute group to the national wrestling alliance of course, if you'd like to join us, <clears throat> if you'd like to join us for our live video feed of Revolution episode 692 here tonight, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWA US tradition. And if you care to join us, of course, through talkshoot.com as always, the phone number is 1 605 562 0444, caller ID 138055, pound the magic six numbers. 
and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight, which will include the following. In addition, we should say, to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will talk about, of course, what happened last night on SmackDown Live. Plus, we will also talk about talk the remaining uh, five matches from this past Saturday's AEW event, Fighter Fest, and also some other wrestling news, wrestling tidbits, and other wrestling extras coming your way here as well. <clears throat> and who knows, you might hear that same effect that just played a little while ago. You never know throughout the whole show. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here as we get set to start up 692 of Revolution with our wrestling news and views here segment. And here to bring it to us, Fun King Ice is the Iceman, of course, himself. We all know him as JD, but of course, he is always Jared D. Geronimo. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? Mia Yim took care of Ayla tonight, however. Fushida defeated Jeff Parker. Cameron Grimes defeated Isaiah Scott in a breakout tournament match. Bianca Belair defeated Priscilla Zuniga, Z-U-N-I-G-A. And Roderick Strong took care of Tyler Breeze, however, tonight on NXT, however, mind you, however, as far as what went down here in the U.S. tower tonight. In addition to that, however, meanwhile, we understand a six-man tag has been set for Fight for the Fallen, believe it or not, for next week, however. As a result, however, mind you, however, AEVP of Business Operations, Nick, N-I-K-S-O-B-I-C, appear to talk about Fight for the Fallen's charity drive, donating part of the proceeds to victims of gun violence to a local firm, Farah and Farah, F-A-R-A-H, however, and they talk about the Jacksonville Landing shooting that took place at the Man Tournament in August of last year and how it affected the city. As a result, however, that match, however, now has been announced, however, and as a result, the video revealed that Sean Spears will team with MJF and Sammy Guevara, G-U-E-V-A-R-A, against Darby Alley, Jimmy Havoc, and Joey Janela next Saturday night, however, mind you, as far as that goes, however, at the Fight for Fallen show. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, however, we will also have some news about NXT UK here in just a moment here as I'm trying to get that information in here. So bear with me, folks. Uh, okay, here we go. We did hear how Eric Bischoff was reportedly not at last night's SmackDown, however, mind you, however. His influence, of course, is not expected to be influenced however, until after Extreme Rules, if you will. Meanwhile, however, as far as the NXT UK thing goes this week, here's what we had. Piper Niven took on Rhea Ripley. Alexander Wolf of Sandy made his NXT UK debut, defeating Jack Stars with a Z. Jazzy Gabbard defeated Danny Luna and Mercedes Blaze. And Mustache Mountain defeated the Grizzled Young Veterans by DQ, despite the fact, however, that next week we'll see Tony Storm in action, however. Gallus, meanwhile, however, mind you, however, meanwhile, however, we understand... Is talk, also said that next week they will be facing the Hunt and Mastiff next week. And in addition to that, however, mind you, we understand that tonight, however, Walter in his uh, Imperium, however, of his UK boys, however, beat down, however, Tyler Bate, however, and like I said, uh, like I said, as Trent Seven watched on, however. And finally, however, as reported, however, earlier today, we have had some tragedies to report, however, mind you, however, as far as that goes, however. And the first of which, however, we'll tell you about right now. Artie Johnson, the famed actor-comedian, however, like I said, however, who was known for his role on the TV show Laugh-In, however, mind you, however, passed away, I believe, early, let's see here, I just, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get all this stuff done here. 
passed away earlier today at the age of 90 years old. Johnson, of course, was known for his roles, however, on the TV show, laughing, however, with his uh, quirky sense of humor, shall we say. And, of course, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Artie's friends and family tonight, however, like we said, however. In addition to that, we talked about it last night. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, let's see. Yes. He, of course, however, had the fame quote, very interesting, if you will. He graduated from the University of Illinois in 1949, however, like I said, however, he was only 90 years old. Later on, he appeared in the Partridge family, however, and also did guest star in a situation called A Touch of Grace, and also played the anime cartoon character Mr. Jaw, blue German-accented shark, however. He was also, like I said, he gotcha, let's just say, mind you. He also was cast as Renfeld, the comic sidekick of Thornton Hamilton's Dracula and the Surprise Box Office Smash, however, however, Love at First Bite. If that's not all, he also appeared on Murder, She Wrote, Night Court, Howard, and multiple opposites episodes of General Hospital. He retired from acting in 2006, however, and appeared more than 80 audiobook recordings. He lived in South Southern California with his wife, Gisela, and was a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma survivor, having successfully treated and been diagnosed with it in 97, however. He had been ill for three years with bladder and prostate cancer and was survived by his wife and brother. He also appeared on Fantasy Island, The Dukes of Hazzard, Cannonball Run 2, The A-Team, and of course, The President's Analyst, however, as well as Bewitched. Our thoughts and prayers were with him. Meanwhile, however, another person who passed away tragically, however, last night, as we mentioned towards the end of last night's show, was Lee Iacocco, however. The automagnet entrepreneur, however, who graduated from the University of Lehigh and Prince University, had been married three times, his longest marriage being 17 years, however, mind you, before his first wife died in 83. His second marriage lasting a year before it was annulled, and his third, however, only married three short years, however, two and a half, maybe three years, had two children, however. He was only 94 years old at the time. Coco, however, of course, was known, however, as strongly courted by the Chrysler Corporation, of course, and graduated with honors from Allentown High School in 1942 in Lehigh University in neighboring Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. After graduating from Lehigh, however, mind you, he went to Princeton University where he took electives in politics and plastics and began his career at the Ford Motor Company as an engineer. In 1968, how uh, he participated in the design of several successful Ford automobiles, however. The Connell Mark III, the Ford Escort, and the revival of the Mercury brand in the late 60s, including the introduction of the Mercury Cougar and Marquis. He promoted other ideas which did not reach the marketplace's Ford products. Those included uh, cars ultimately introduced by Chrysler, the K car and the minivan. Eventually, he became president of the Ford Motor Company, but he clashed with Henry Ford II. However, mind you, however, he was fired in July of 78, despite the fact that the company posted a $2 million profit for the year, however. He also joined the company in August of 46, and after a brief stint in engineering, he asked to be moved to sales and marketing, where his career flourished. While working in the Philadelphia District as assistant sales manager, he gained national recognition with his 56-56 campaign. Uh, sorry about that, folks. Um... Like I said, however, uh, of course, offering loans on 56 model year cars with a 20% down payment and $56 monthly payments for three years. His campaign went national, and he was called into the Dearborn headquarters, where he quickly moved up through the ranks. In November 1960, he was named VP and general manager of the Ford division. Five years later, in January 65, Ford's vice president in car and truck group in 67, and executive VP and president in December of 1970. He also wrote three books. 
The first of which was I called I Coke and Autobiography and was the best selling nonfiction hard book back book of eighty four and eighty five and used heavy discounts to become a trend among publishers in the eighties, and he donated the proceeds of the book sales to type one diabetes research. Of course he had written that with William Novak in nineteen eighty four, however. In eighty eight he co authored with Sonny Heinfeld Talking Straight, a book bent as a counterbalance, however, a nonfiction book praising Japan's post hard water working culture. Talking Straight praised the innovation and creativity of Americans. And in May of 2007, Simon and Schuster published his book, Where Have All the Leaders Gone? with Catherine Whitney. In the book, he wrote the following. Am I only the guy in this country who's fed up with what's happening? Where the hell is our outrage? We should be screaming bloody murder. We've got a gang of clueless bozos steering our ship right over our cliff. We've got corporate gangsters, gangsters stealing us by, and we can't even clean up after a hurricane, much less build a hybrid car. But instead of getting mad, everyone sits around and nods from the politicians, stay the course, stay the course. You've got to be kidding. This is America, not the damn Titanic. I'll give you a sound bite. Throw the man uh, bums out, however. Our thoughts and prayers, of course, are with uh, his friends and family, however, as he passed away from complications of Parkinson's disease. Thank you, Ray. Thank you very much there, J.D. J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Let's see what John has here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, July the 3rd. 33 years ago today, which was put it at 1986, in Brisbane, Australia, Velvet McIntyre defeated the fabulous Moolah to regain the WWF women's title. She would lose the title just six days later in Sydney back to Moolah. 28 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see, 1991, WCW held its first event since Ric Flair was from, was, was, uh, <clears throat> uh, was, had left the company. With the announcement that Flair was stripped of the WCW World Heavyweight title, the event was held at the Meadowlands Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. In the evening's main event, the first of the 1991 Great American Bash Tour, Ellie Gante, Sting, Lex Luger, and the Yellow Dog defeated Barry Windham, Kevin Sullivan, Nikita Koloff, and the one-man game in a war, war Games match. 25 years ago today, which was put it at 1994, at a WWF Superstars taping in Ocean City, Maryland, Bret Hart defeated Bob Backlund to retain the WWF title. After the match, Backlund turned heel, attacking Bret and used a crossface chicken wing on him, setting up for the title match between the two at the 1994 Survivor Series. Also during the taping, Joey Morella would referee the two matches between the 1-2-3 Kid and Jeff Jarrett. Sadly, this would be his last appearance. As, as everyone remembers, he passed away due to a fatal automobile accident following the taping. 18 years ago today, <clears throat> we'll put it at 2001, WCW competed on SmackDown, similar to what they, what they did on Raw. Billy Kidman defeated Gregory Helms to win the WCW Cruiserweight title. And the main event, Booker T defeated DDP to retain the WCW title with interference from The Undertaker. This is DDP's first WWF match. And this is the first time that a WCW title changes hands on WWF programming. 13 years ago today, we put it at 2006 on Raw. Two big moments happened in the form of in the, in the form of the show. First, the Generation X threw a barbecue party, embarrassing Vince McMahon 
as they were barred from the building. DX invented the production truck. Now, I remember this moment quite well. Humiliating Vince McMahon and changing his voice to make a sound from everything from a chipmunk to also Darth Vader. DX also played the 1987 Stand Back from the WWF Slammy Awards in 1987 as well. They also continued to harass the Spirit Squad, Umaga, and Ale Armando Alejandro Estrada. That's still that's, 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 that's not bad. That's close. And they also they exploded Vince's limousine with fireworks. Now that was wicked. <laughs> yes, it was. Also on that same show, Edge defeated RVD and John Cena to win yeah, the second. Yeah, but I heard Vince like talked. Oh, that, that's right. He did, he did. He did. Yeah, that's right. We did find out he did like. Uh, those shirts must have sold pretty darn good and all because those were some of the very popular shirts back around. Uh, this is the first time that the WWE's top prize changed hands on Raw since Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Kurt Angle to win the, his sixth WWF title in October 2001. And first title change on free television since Brock Lesnar defeated Kurt Angle on SmackDown in a 60-minute Iron Man match in September of 2003. So why did the title change hands? Well, let me, let me mention this. Originally, the three were scheduled to wrestle at Saturday night's main event in a triple threat match. But the previous night in Hanging Rock, Ohio, that's the name of the city. I'm not kidding here. RVD and Sabu were stopped for speeding. But when Ohio State Troopers searched the vehicle, they found drugs and plenty of them. Excuse me for just one second. Whoa, Lord have mercy. That caught me off guard. Uh, they found drugs, and they found plenty of them. Uh, J.D., you might want to write all this down. Because, so, mm -hmm. 18 grams of marijuana. Uh, nine, and I am going to spell this word because I am not going to try to pronounce it. T-E-S-T-O-L-A-C-T-O-N-E -E pills. Those, but also to prevent, which was also, it's, apparently it was supposed to prevent Breast growth when cycling, when cycling down five Vicodins and various other drug paraphernalia uh, between the two of them. All of them, all, both of them were arrested and they posted bond. Just three weeks earlier, Van Dam won the WWE title at ECW One Night Stand, where he became the second man to cash in his money in the bank briefcase. Two days later, he was awarded the ECW title, making the arrest incredibly awkward. The next night, Van Dam dropped the ECW title to the Big Show and would be suspended for a month following the tapings. Van Dam returned in August, but his career would not be the same. Ten years ago today, we put it at 2009 in San Diego, California, Edge suffers a serious ankle injury in a match with Jeff Hardy. Edge recently was teaming with Chris Jericho as they were the tag team champions at the time. After Edge's injury, Jericho was not a partner in the big show. Edge sat out the remainder of the year, but would return to the 2010 Royal Rumble and would win the Royal Rumble match at number 29, eliminating Chris Jericho. That's the second time anyone has won at number 29 since 2003. That same day, Variety reports that Warner Brothers officially acquires Midway Games for $33 million. Now, if you're not familiar with the name of that, if you're not familiar with, the, with that uh, game company, Midway, uh, this thing of, of course, one of the most greatest fighting games of all time, and J.D. I'm sure would agree with me, Mortal Kombat. They're the ones that brought out Mortal Kombat. That's Midway. Yes. Not, 
nine years ago today, put it at 2010. At UFC 116 in Las Vegas, Brock Lesnar wins the undisputed UFC heavyweight title over Shane Carwin via submission. The show won Wrestling Observer Newsletter's Best Major Show of 2010. Seven years ago today, 2012, WWE presented the Great American Bash on SmackDown from Corpus Christi, Texas. In the main event of the show, Zack Ryder won a 20-man battle royal to earn general manager duties for the following week's SmackDown by last eliminating Kane. Six years ago today, <clears throat> we'll put it at 2013, TNA releases Taylor Hendricks, Joey Ryan, Christian York, and Crimson. We have some. We have some. Uh, um, we have a couple of birthdays here. One of them, a uh, one. I think. I think. I don't know if this man is dead or not. Uh, John says today would have been would have been the 54th birthday of Shinya Hashimoto. Is he dead? I didn't know he died. And today is a happy 30th birthday to the man who actually put his body on the line this past Saturday at Fighter Fest, Joey Janela. How old is he? So happy 30. Shinya Hashimoto is 54. I didn't know. Is, is Shinya Hashimoto dead? I didn't know he was. Yes, I think so. Yes. Okay, so, have, so up in heaven, happy 54th birthday to Shinya Hashimoto and happy 30th birthday to Joey Janela. There you go. And John said there it says for his history and birthdays. Uh, here, and also, John says if you're interested, JD, he's got some celebrity history and birthdays as well. Let's, let's, let, let, let's go in here. He, he, he typed it, so I guess I might as well go ahead and read it. On this day in 1971, Jim Morrison of the Doors sadly dies of heart failure at the age of 27 as he was found in a bathtub. Oh, my Lord. Isn't that something? First Elvis dies in the bathroom. Now Jim Morrison does, too. Oh, man. Also, a happy 57th birthday to the man who started so many movies like Top Gun from 1986, A Few Good Men, 1992, Risky Business, Jerry Maguire from 96, Interview with a Vampire from 94, and Rock of Ages in 2013. Yes, I'm talking about the man. Uh, I'm talking about the man here. It looks like he has not, has not aged in years. Kind of reminds me of a younger Dick, Dick Clark, Tom Cruise. For some reason, J.D., Tom Cruise has never looked like he's aged. I swear no, to you. No, I mean, that, that, that's what really got me. And John actually confirmed what I was asking here. Yes, seven days after Shinya Hashimoto's birthday, he, July 11, 2005, he passed. Okay. How Thank you, John. He? Well, if he was 50, if he would have been 54 today, uh, he died in 05. That was 14 years ago. 39, 40. He would have been 40. I'll find out. Yeah, he would. I think he would have been 40. I'll if find I out. He, Okay. All right. Well, he's, he's died a week after his birthday, which was kind of okay. And while JD uh, uh, checks it out for us, uh, we, uh, John, thank you very much for the history of birthdays, and JD, thank yeah, you very much. He was forty of a brain hemorrhage. Brain hemorrhage. Okay. All yeah, right. Thank he, you. He debuted in September of 1984 at the age of 19. He retired a day after his in 2004, September of 04, one year before. But he was he was forty when he passed. JD, you know what? Before I go any further, before I before I get ready to talk about about plugging everything, that's a that's an omen as far as I'm concerned, man. Because oh boy, he formed a group, the Three Musketeers, with Monster Hero Shono and the Great Muta. Oh, okay. 
But no, what I'm saying this is only as far as I'm concerned. It says here how he died of a brain aneurysm in July of 05. He was pronounced at 10.30 en route to the hospital. His sister claimed that he had been complaining about chest pains and thought that his heart was being too fast a week prior to his death. He refused to contact his doctor about his conditions. He was put on medicine, had a heart problem in 04, but he had to stop taking after having shoulder surgery. His doctor claimed that high blood pressure was the most likely cause for his brain hemorrhage and proposed that other stress factors over the years led to his problems. He had a son, however, however believe it, and also left behind two young girls, however, okay. believe it or not. Well, like I said, and I was saying, J.D., that's kind of an omen as far as I'm concerned because, yep. well, you obviously know that Monday is kind of an important day for me, you know. Yeah, my so. friend also has a birthday, too. Yeah, well, we'll talk more about that towards the uh, towards the, uh, towards the the end of the week there. So, but thank you very much, there, J.D. and John, for the news and the birthday history and birthdays for tonight. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 692 of Revolution, eight episodes away from 700. Of course, tonight, this is, of course, Wednesday, July 3rd, 2019, one day before our nation's beloved birthday. Uh, <clears throat> this is, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, alongside here the Iceman, Jared G. Geralmo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here tonight. Uh, we still don't have anybody in our live video feed from NWA US, but hopefully we'll have someone pop it on here at next in the next little while. Gentlemen, let's go ahead and go ahead and start things off here. Mm, excuse me. As we talk about the remaining five matches here, um, um, the remaining five matches from AEW Fighter Fest from this past Saturday. Of course, we talked about, of course, the hardcore match. Match between Cody and Darby Allen, also the six man tag, and uh, John Moxley versus the birthday boy today, Joy, uh, yeah, Joy Janela. But now let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and talk about our next matches here. JDU first, and then John, you can explain as well. Next match we'll talk about is the Fatal Four Way pitting MJF versus Jimmy Havoc versus Adam Page. And let's see, I'm trying to remember who the fourth one. Oh gosh, who was who was the fourth one in that? Hangman Page, Jimmy Jeff Havoc, Hangman Page. I said Page, Havoc, MJF, and there was one other one. Uh, I think you. Uh, hold, hold on, I'll, hold on, I'll find out. I'll find out. I'll, I'll find out. That's okay. I got it right here. I got Wikipedia right here. I I know by my by my tongue when I when I see who it is. I can't. I'm not gonna believe I forgot the name. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. That's who it was. It was Jungle Boy. Shoot. Yeah, that's right. I'm not gonna keep this up so that way I can I can it will help me it will help me look this up here. Okay. <clears throat> uh, of course, as we said, uh, Adam Page getting by Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, and MJF in the four-way match. This lasted about 10 minutes and 50 seconds. Uh JD, what was your take on the fatal four-way from Fire Fest? It wasn't a bad fatal four-way. I mean, I thought MJF was going to pull off the win, but you got to give Hangman Page credit how he came through in a big way, how he picked up the big win. Let's see. John, what's your take here on the fatal four-way? That's what he said. Yeah. John says he actually agrees with you, J.D. Uh, so... Thank you there, gentlemen. Next match we'll talk about here 
of course, a very hyped up matchup here. And of course, we found out some very interesting tidbits about one of the one of the <clears throat> one of the superstars that competed in this match. And I'll explain who that was in a minute. As of course, uh, Sema did get by Christopher Daniels in nine minutes and forty seconds to win this. I of course found out that Sema, believe it or not, is the current president of Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. I think is what they. I think that, yeah, yeah, I believe yeah. Well, I think. Uh, Danny told us about that on Friday. Uh, JD, your take here on Daniels versus Sima. This was interesting. I mean, you think about it, though. I mean, Sima definitely put up a good fight, however, against uh, who was Christopher Daniels, right? It was, yes. Yeah. I mean, Christopher Daniels at 50 years old still can go, Howard. He can show. He has shown how he he doesn't back out from anyone, Howard. I mean, he puts up a good fight when he can, however, and definitely uh, put up a good enough effort, but unfortunately he got outfought, however, in this uh, affair, however. Nevertheless, it was entertaining, however, and uh, you got to give credit to both of these guys. Like I said, Christopher Daniels, uh, like I said, 50 continues to show that he can uh, do pretty well in the ring with some people, however, and uh, he showed why. Uh, it was good to do business here, however, and maybe uh, it was an off night for him. Maybe it wasn't. We'll play and see, you know? John says the match was okay, but it was a good way to kick off the show. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much there, uh, uh, J.D. and John. Next match we'll talk about here is the three-way ladies match here. Uh, Of course, as uh, uh, Riho gets by Yuka Sakazaki and Nyla Rose in a three-way match. Of course, everybody everybody picked, really everybody picked Nyla Rose. This was a real blowout here as Rio actually wins this match up here indeed in 12 and a half minutes. Uh, JD, your take on the three way ladies match? This was okay. I mean, Rio definitely showed a little retribution after what happened the last time at the first show. However, she was ready to fight this time and put up a good fight, and and then she didn't do too bad. And uh, like I said, unfortunately, it was yeah, her, it was her night, you know. Indeed, indeed. And of course, what I found out interesting about Nala Rose was that she's considered the first transgender wrestler. Yes. Right there. So, yeah, very, very interesting uh, tidbit right there. John said this was not too bad of a match. Okay. Thank you very, thank you very much there. Uh, thank you very much there, guys. Next match up here we're talking about here is the three way tag team match. Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Um, as of course, that was actually the pre, one of the pre-show matches here. It lasted 16 minutes, which was um, actually the fourth longest match of the whole event. Think about it. Uh, as best friend, uh, the team of Chuck Taylor and Loretta get by SoCal and Center in the form of Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian and Private Party, who is um, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark. I, I keep pronouncing it Queen, even though it's got one E in it. I'm just, Everybody knows who I'm talking about. This was an even 16 minutes. Uh, JD, what was your take here on the three-way tag team match for a shot to uh, for a first-round bye? It was, by the way, in the AEW tag team title tournament. Yeah, the best friends pulled off a big upset here. This was a surprise. I think a lot of people did not see coming because they thought, however, that the other teams would uh, give it a good effort. But you got to tip your cap power to these guys. They fought hard, and they gave it out there all, however, and... Uh, Unfortunately, our the best friends show that they are still the best friends. Are and now are uh, heading into Chicago uh, with guns ablazing, no pun intended. However, and looking to uh, make history of their own for the first time. And can they do it? Will they do it? We'll have to wait and see. But right now, it looks like uh, all signs are pointing to yes. 
Thank you, JD. John, what was your take on the uh, on, on the 16th on the uh, three-way tag team match here to earn an opportunity? Which, of course, as we said, the best friends actually earned a uh, first-round buy in the uh, AEW Tag Team Title Tournament. And once again, John agrees with JD on that. All right. And the next last one here we're going to talk about. Now, this one was really – this one really kind of was uh, – uh, the last one here was really – it really it got a little bit confusing to a lot of people, but I'm sure they probably were scratching their head like me saying – and after I heard everybody talk about it on Saturday night, I said, well, wait a minute. Now, how 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 why was this how was this supposed to happen? I mean, what was supposed to I mean, what happened here, ladies and gentlemen? The match was supposed to originally be Leva Bates versus Kylie Ray. Uh, that was originally originally announced, and for some reason, I don't know. I still haven't as to why this was changed at the last minute, but apparently Leva Bates, of course, as you remember, it was was known as Blue Pants in NXT. I think it was. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, the, um, lo uh, lost to Allie, believe it or not, who apparently took Kylie Ray's place. Um, this match lasted eight minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, JD, two questions about this. Number one, of course, what did you think of the match? And number two, what would you think the reason was for the sudden change here before this match took place? Number one, it wasn't too bad of a match. I mean, considering it went seven to nine minutes, so it wasn't too bad. It was somewhat all right at best. Uh, two, I don't know why they changed it. It's very unusual to see them uh, change that on the fly, however. The question is, like you said, why? I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, was there any – now, let me, ask you, let me ask you. This is one thing that's been that, 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 kind, of, that kind of pondered as well, and maybe you might, might can tell me a little bit about it. Was there any, was there any word at all prior to this event – or after this event that maybe I, I personally may not have heard of, or you may have probably heard of later on, or what have you, that 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 Kylie Ray suffered some sort of injury prior to this show or something? I mean, was there any word about I did about not hear if she was injured, but if she was injured, however, they didn't leak it out to anyone or tell anyone about it, however, and they kept it quiet, however, you know? But of course, obviously, um, not even Wrestling Observer Newsletter has actually reported anything about it. So, yeah. Now, that's kind of unusual, seeing as how, you know, how they stay on top of just about everything going on in the mm -hmm. back, in the back, and of course, in the, we'll just say behind the scenes in the world the of wrestling. Sheets. The dirt sheets, yeah. I mean, you're, you're surprised that, that even they have that, that even a big thing like that. Not even Meltzer himself didn't even. Post it, say anything as to why, or hasn't yet said anything, or him, or Bill Hunter, or anybody else said anything about why Kylie Ray was taken out of this match. But I mean, I mean, a lot of people were expecting this to take place here, and and but of course, just like what we did with the match with Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen, because it ended in a time limit draw. What I did was, as far as our prediction title challenge was concerned, everybody did get. The player fair, even though we only had five people take part in our prediction title challenge, ladies and gentlemen. I'll get to John's thoughts on this match in a moment. But uh, we get, I gave everybody one point apiece for that. I, I think it seemed only fair because actually JD and that would not JD and John out of the whole shebang if, if like I said, if I if if, uh, if if I didn't give any points out because they were the they were the only two that actually were going for Kylie Ray in this. Um, where everybody else was going for uh, Leva Bates. So, 
Uh, John, let's see, let's hear your take on it here as well. John says, it, of course, as far as the change in opponents is concerned, it was, it was an unusual change here, he, 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 he would say. But he also said he believes that he thinks this show was okay. It wasn't like double or nothing, but it will be interesting to see how Fight for the Fallen will be just before the huge pay-per-view in August. J.D., do you want to give any thoughts overall as to how you thought Fighter Fest went this past Saturday? I didn't think it was bad. I mean, I really didn't. But at the same time, I mean, it was kind of uh, between in the middle. I mean, some good and bad. However, there's some good and bad things about it. But like I said, there were some entertaining matches I liked. I didn't see, like I said, the Cody uh, match yet, however, or the uh, Young Bucks match. I'll have to go back and watch those too. But from what I saw, one of the matches, the uh, ambrose uh, Janela match was pretty darn good. And it was entertaining. So you definitely want to check that out. Uh, for what it was, however. Um, and one question, obviously, I got posed before we end our discussion about Fighter Fest here. I got to ask Boot, you and John, point blank. Seeing how this was the first, this was technically the AEW, as far as match debut of John Boxley, who we all remember. And Danny, forgive me for saying so. I know, I know you, you you're, you're saying it, that this is you consider this a slave name, as you have called it. But, of course, this is one way a lot of people may remember this man. Of course, he was known in WWE as Dean Ambrose. But I got to ask J.D. You, J.D., you, John, this question. How do you think he fared in his first match in AEW? I didn't think he fared too badly. I mean, however, I mean, this is the second time I've watched him. I mean, the first match I watched him, obviously, was the match he had with Juice Robinson in Japan. I thought he did a little bit better here, however in his overall uh, showing here. I thought he looked a little bit better, however, in this one. Now, is he still holding on to the belt that he won in Japan, or does he I lose that belt? Oh, so, yes. I do believe so, yes. That sounds right to me, yes. And, and that was the IWGP United States title, if I'm not mistaken? Correct. As the belt yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. yes. Mm-hmm. All right, John, did you have any thoughts about John Mo- your opinion about John Moxley's AEW uh, pay-per-view debut debut as far as wrestling because I know he actually appeared at double or nothing but I mean he didn't wrestle that's what I was trying to say John says it was awesome and it was awesome and it's been awesome okay all right well thank you there gentlemen of course I do thank you very much here indeed and just to reiterate once again in the prediction title challenge for this for this uh, pay, for this pay-per-view the final tally of course, as it was, Danny uh, from Oak Park did get seven, I mean, I'm sorry, eight out of the nine matches um, uh, predictions correct. There was a three-way tie between you, JD, you, John, and also Michelle. And Ann came up with came up with, uh, with four points. So, but still, everybody, it was real, real close there as far as everybody is concerned. And I will go ahead and tell you officially, uh, as for the five belts that were used for this for this match, I can go ahead and tell you that Danny from Oak Park picked up the WWS World One Championship. Dave the Suplex Machine, John Gross, picked up the WWS World Wide Web Championship. Uh, JD was thinking was thinking going back to his uh, ECW days. I'm sure JD, JD doesn't mind me saying that. As he picked out the FMWS Hardcore Championship, JD wanted to get a little hardcore on this. <laughs> Uh, Michelle picked up the UFC US Ultimate Ultimate Championship, very good indeed. And Ann cho- and, and 
and Ann became the new WWS Irish Whip Champion. So, so uh, we have those, of course. We have those, um, those belts, of course, indeed. Um, and of course, we still have some belts from from from, from some of our past uh, prediction title challenges that we're still trying to get uh, squared away here, and hopefully, we'll get that going here really, really soon. Uh, from the stomping grounds prediction title challenge, we have three belts that are still uh, still still left to choose, and I think the only ones that hasn't chosen is Ann, Stephen, and JW on that one. And also from all the way back to the beginning of June, of course, the Super Showdown Prediction Title Challenge. Um, the WWS Nova Mixed Style and World Minis Championship um, have, have still have not found any owners. And I think the only ones left there are, um, let me see, I think you see Stevens won. Um, also, and, and Stephen and JW are the only ones that haven't picked out there either. So hopefully, like I said, we can get I can get we can try to kill two birds with one stone here and try to get them all taken care of here so we can go ahead and get those all settled. And of course, we I, I am also, of course, uh, even during the show here and even in the forward after the show, I am, of course, continuing to update our Hall of Champions list on WWS Universe. And you can check out that list, of course, coming up here uh, very, very soon. John did say actually one more couple more things about John Moxley. He says, expect John Moxley to get an AEW title push really soon, of course, in 2020. John said he'd love to see him hold the belt. If he can get past Omega at All Out, John's sure he'll be licking his chops at whoever wins that belt. So, Moxley, you know, that would be cool to do. I mean, Moxley's held some of the big gold before. Of course, you remember he held the WWE title for a little bit. So, you never know. We have to wait and see what happens. <clears throat> Now, gentlemen, let's go ahead and get right on into it. Our thoughts and opinions here about what took place last night on SmackDown Live, of course, with, of course, more more implications here, of course. Uh, conditions, of course, as I mentioned, uh, about extreme rules coming up here. Not this weekend, but next weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's correct. Um, so, uh, so uh, John, get, I mean, my JD gets himself uh, psyched up and, and uh Ready to go. John, if you want to go ahead and start leaving your your thoughts and opinions about what took place last night on SmackDown, just anything that that comes up in your opinion, sir, please go ahead. John says, first off, to start off, he says SmackDown did not live up to its expectations. He did read that Eric Bischoff was not there, so that's possibly one. And, of course, John says he's scheduled to take over SmackDown, of course, after the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Yes, I think JD did mention that here a little bit earlier today, or early on the show. But John says it was still a bad show, except for Kofi raising the finger at Samoa Joe. I heard some, uh, I, and also Kevin Owens turning face, and he needed that. Okay, now I didn't know that. Huh? That's shocking. Okay. Yeah, I heard about the Kofi Samoa Joe thing. I heard something about that Kofi was doing stone was was doing was 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 doing was doing like stone cold here. Um, so, but uh, John says he believes they're slowly turning him back into a face because when he returned, he was a face for a while, and then he turned heel. John believes that WWE is desperately trying to go back to TV fourteen, and John says if if they do. 
he's he, he's he's all for it, and he wouldn't mind it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And John says all he's got for his review of SmackDown. Uh, well, let's see here. Let let's check the man here. Let's see. Let's see if he is cooled off and warmed up. Are you are you in that condition, Jake? Betty. That sounds good. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Here, the, <clears throat> this is, of course, as always, a WCW US Radio Network exclusive. The Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, of course, is not afraid to give out his thoughts about everything going on here on Raw, SmackDown, and all the pay-per-views and everything else in between. And if you thought, like I said, getting hit by Captain America's shield or getting sliced by Wolverine's adamantium claws was fierce, wait till you hear the words that comes from the Iceman. You 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 will actually appreciate what Captain America and Wolverine did. So there you go. So ladies and gentlemen, here is the Iceman Jared DiGiromo with the SmackDown edition of the one and the only WCWS Ice Breaker. Last night we were in San Antonio, Texas, and as they say, things are bigger in Texas, Howard. After what we saw on Raw this past Monday, we could only wonder if SmackDown that okay there we go we thought that raw would we thought smackdown would improve after what happened on raw this past week the only thing was the question would be would it be a lot better would it improve the situation well let's just say in an end result no no it did not i'll tell you why because once again it just goes to show you that wwe is so out of touch with their crap they don't know what to do Whatever. And no, not that. Uh, as a result, last night, we started out the show with, of course, believe it or not, I just saw it. Darn it, darn it, darn it. Well, we had KO, of course, start the show off, however, with Dolph, and of course, however, who comes out but the so-called best in the world. Yes, folks, the Silver Spoon little boy himself, shithead Shane McMahon, and his boyfriend, everyone's favorite, Dick Sucker Drew McIntyre. Oh, goody. Let's have the best in the world and his little boyfriend start out the show, however. As a result, however, Shane, however, said, however, mind you, however, like I said, however, said he wasn't afraid of the Undertaker after Owen showed footage of what happened on Monday night, however. And, of course, Shane said, however, mind you, however, that, uh, like I said, however, his intro wasn't up to par that Greg Hamill should introduce him correctly. Yeah, okay, Shane, we need to have your intro continue to grace us with our presence, you piece of shit. We need to hear your stupid little blabber mouth, however, because every week it's all about you, and it's all about your boyfriend, Dick Sucker McIntyre. Yeah, okay, great. Of course, Owens, of course, said he was welcoming everyone to the Owens show, and that tonight, how his guests will be teaming up Extreme Rules, however, and that no one would have ever expressed their opponents to team up, however, referring to Roman and Undertaker, so that's when he introduced Roman and Kate. Uh, Drew and Shane. Shane, of course, said, however, he was hard right now, just having to run through Roman and Miz. Yeah, I keep telling yourself that there, Shane. You had to have your boyfriend tell you you did yourself by pulling one out of your fucking ass, Howard. Basically, sucking ass, too. He said that they would run through Taker to Extreme Rules, and that the stipulation now is a no-holds-barred match. Drew piped up and said, Taker Roman would step in the ring with the best and the most dangerous wrestler in the world, and people have seen what they're capable of in a regular match, but now it's a no-holds-barred match. Shane is willing to do anything himself to win. I can't have a promise to assault him like anything we've seen before. 
Yeah, okay, Drew. Why don't you just have your mouth all over Shane's ass and blow him some more along with his daddy, okay? Why don't you do that, buddy? Anyway, Owens introduced more footage in which Shane looked like Freddy the Undertaker while he made his entrance, however. And then, of course, McIntyre suddenly demanded the interview be able to promote who showed up. But yes, everyone's favorite little crybaby, douchebag, dork, dickhead, Dolph Ziggler. He tried to cut off uh, Owens, who told him to quit wine battle. It should have been him. Owens told him it was kind of him eight years ago, but it wasn't, and it won't be again, and it never will be again. Ziggler told him he should be champion right now, that Owens looks like he belongs in hot dog eating contests. Owens said that in order for Ziggler to be champion next year, he has to start winning matches, however. Ziggler and Owens bickered over who would deserve the next title match against Kofi. Shane then decides to stick his nose where it doesn't belong again and makes a match tonight in which Owens Ziggler will have to team up to take on heavy machinery. And the winner of that, however, mind you, will be added to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match at Extreme Rules between the Plants champion, Goat Boy himself, Little Baby Boy himself, Dickhead Daniel Bryan, and of course the somewhat... Uh, Red beard himself, bald headed, cue ball, red beard, Eric Ratboy Rowan, if you will. Owens and Ziggler back, picker off Mike Howard, and then Owens demands his music be played so he can leave. Daniel Brunson asked for comment on the main event, and Brunson said they would walk in out of extreme rules, the Plants Tag Team Champions, and that his match coming up with Big E is in just a few minutes. So what did I think of the opener? Let's see. Oh yeah, let's have once again Shane McMahon act like a little shithead and continue to hog the spotlight for the last for the first 20-25 minutes by shoving everything down our throat, however, and having your boyfriend, however, however, be at your side and beck and call like a little lap dog, however, you can give him a little treat, however, or basically find a way to scratch his belly or basically, however, also suck his nuts, however, in the form of Drew McIntyre. Yeah, let's just have you continue to blow Drew McIntyre every chance you get and have him blow you and your daddy there, Shane, you piece of shit. Let's have you continue to hog the spotlight being be an arrogant little jackass that you are every week by just becoming nothing but a total shithead. Anyway, our first match of the night was Daniel Bryan versus Big E, and of course, however, Daniel Bryan defeats Big E because Eric Rowan decides to stick his little rat head, little bald headed bald-headed little, um, bald-headed, uh, affair into the matter, however, by basically chopping down Big E, however, and as a result, however, Big E was ready to win, however, and it just looked like he was ready to win, and because the referee didn't see it, however, he decides to give everyone's favorite, however, the little crybaby, however, the so-called plants champion, however, in his little Rat boy, if you will, however, dickhead Daniel Bryan, a cheap win, however, by beating Big E. So, yeah, let's find a way to continue to just basically embarrass the fucking New Day, however, by basically having a bunch of jackasses who don't deserve any opportunity whatsoever by finding a way to slap them across the face, however. Hold on a second, I'll be right back. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, NWO Wolfpack, our live video feed from OWNUS, the Warriors Legacy. Uh, of course, news and views, history and birthdays, and some other rights and extras coming your way. Be sure to join us from 9 to 11, of course, 138-521-POUND right here on TalkShoe.com. And also one more t- one more uh, thing here, of course, this coming Friday on Revolution, our live video feed will be from WWS Nitro Thunder. Of course, our news and views, history and birthdays. Hopefully, we'll get to, once again to hear from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Danny from Oak Park, the Friday Night Delight. Uh, but everything, of course, that went on this week in terms of uh, Raw, SmackDown, of course, Spider Fest from this past weekend. 
we'll get to hear about everything whatever we'll get to hear everything everything that they'll have to say and there'll be a big time debate discussion everything you under the sun here folks this coming friday night from 9 to 11 right here on talk show 138 let's go back to jd without us brother go ahead jd okay so anyways as i said we have that happen of course and what happens? Oh, yeah, let's give Daniel Bryan a chief fluke win, however, with his little rat boy, Eric Rowan, however, however getting up, helping him do his dirty work for him because he didn't have the, basically, he didn't have the balls to do it by himself, however. He had to have help this week, however, once again, showing how much of an imbecile dickhead he really is, however, just like a lot of people, however. Anyway, we then go to our next affair, however, mind you, however. And we see what happens, however, with Big E, of course, however, not very happy, however, after getting, losing the matchup as he was dejected and he sold his knee. Then we go backstage to Caleb Braxton, however, mind you, however, and of course, they show what happened the night before, however. As a result, however, Truth says he's going to join Drake and his wife on their honeymoon in San Antonio, because three on a honeymoon is better than two. Oh, goody, let's have this stupid 24-7 title continue to be the most annoying thing on this entire roster by far. Then, of course, we go to a moment of bliss. And who's hosting the moment of bliss tonight? But none other than uh, Alexa Bliss's uh, little lapdog, if you will, the one who continues to basically be at her beck and call, Nikki the Psycho Cross. And what happens? Nikki talks about what had happened, however, mind you, however, and thanked Alexa for... uh, giving her a chance to host a moment of bliss tonight, however. She also thanked Bailey for being there, and she, of course, however, Bailey said she was surprised to Alexa to give up her hosting duties, and then told Nikki that she didn't need to do her bidding. Nikki said she wasn't doing her bidding, that she was hosting her show. Yeah, okay, Nikki, continue to be the gullible, foolish one, however, by having an arrogant little bitch blonde bimbo, like that little whore Alexa Bliss, however, continue to just degrade you at every turn, you freaking bl- because you're so blind, you don't see the fact. Anyway, however, Nikki then said she was there to ask the tough questions and asked why she called Alexa a liar for into Bailey. Bailey said that's because she is a liar, and Nikki replied that that wasn't the Alexa she knew. She was tired of Bailey joining Alexa's name to the root after all her contributions to the division of it stopped now. Yeah, she's done well with that division, Nikki. Keep telling yourself that. She's made of glass. She's a five foot two blonde ass bimbo ass little bitch, however, who basically can't even talk, let alone wrestle in the ring, except she thinks she's all that and then some, because she's so great. Yeah, mm-hmm, keep telling yourself that, Nikki. You won't see the light, however, we all do, How you've all seen the light, and it's, you just don't see the light, big picture, Nikki. You just don't see the big picture at all. You just think that Alexa's so fantastic and everything, when in fact she isn't. She's nothing more than an arrogant little prude, is what she is. Speaking of which, that leads us to our next match, of course, Bailey taking on Nikki Cross, and Bailey, of course, ends up getting the win. Next, of course, we then go to Kofi Kingston, Samoa Joe, and see what happens. But who shows up? Oh, yes, the jackass himself, the Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe, however, as Kofi Kingston gets up in his face, however, mind you, however, after what had happened, however, the last couple weeks, and wanted an explanation as to why Joe attacked him. 
Joe said how he's always coming out to tell the truth about people, and he would offer an experiment to show him who Kofi really is. He said over the past weeks when he put him to sleep, he realized that he was the next WWE champion. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, Samoa Joe. You haven't done an absolute jack squat since WrestleMania. Last I heard, however, you won the U.S. title basically on a fluke. You lost it to Rey Mysterio, and then you basically was giving it back to you, however, because Rey was hurt, and you felt that you should be giving it back to you and hand it to you again on a silver platter. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, you stupid jackass. What happened at the end of the night? Oh, that's right. Kofi basically kicked your sorry little ass, however, and gave you a nice little salute with the old number one symbol, too, however. So how'd that feel, Samoa Joe? How'd that feel? Oh, that's right. It didn't feel too good, did it? You just basically let your punk ass hand it to you again. Speaking of punk asses, let's talk about uh, two guys who are just getting absolutely wasted here in every sense of the word. Andreas Cianalmas with his lovely manager, Selena Vega, and Apollo Crews. And yes, once again, Andreas Cianalmas, for the first time in a few weeks, however, graces us with his presence with, of course, his little chihuahua, if you will, Mrs. Alistair Black, if you will, Selena Vega. And what happens? Andrea ends up winning against Apollo Crews. So here's where I'm going to go with this whole thing. Oh, do we really want to continue to see Apollo Crews continue to get buried, however, in every sense of the word, however, in the WWE? Do they really want to continue to just absolutely absolutely show no compassion for him or absolutely do nothing with him at all? If I'm Apollo Crews right now, I would look at one of two options, either going back to NXT or asking for my release right now and going to AEW. Because right now, what's the point of me sticking around, however, as far as the WWE goes? And speaking of sticking around, let's talk about what they're also doing, however, with Aleister Black. Yes, folks, once again, the Dutch Destroyer, however, gets buried here once again this week because that senile, stupid little piece of shit, racist bigot, Vince McMahon, doesn't have anything for him to do, however, on TV at all, let alone Buddy Murphy, as well as Mustafa Ali, among others. So once again, Vince, it just goes to show you, however, that we've said all along, however, you continue to be nothing more than a racist, bigoted piece of shit, however, that are basically slapping the fans around, however, and slapping the wrestlers around and showing no remorse whatsoever because you are nothing but a cold-hearted son of a bitch and that you have people basically sucking up your ass like your son and Drew McIntyre among others. Speaking of sucking up, let's talk about one of the worst matches of the night. Yes, folks, it is Ember Moon taking on Mandy Rose with Sonya Deville. Once again, however, mind you, what happens, however? Oh, that's right, however. But payback was a bitch for you this week, wasn't it, Mandy Rose, you stupid blonde-ass bitch? Yeah, I guess you've learned your lesson after what happened last week, however, because this week, however, after what you did last week, however, by helping your little girlfriend, Ember, or... Sonya Deville win against Ember Moon, huh? You got your ass handed to you by Sonya. So what happened this week there, Ember? Just like Alexa. How should I say? What happened this week, Manny? Just like Alexa. Like you, just like Alexa, you got your ass punked out, however, basically. But yet, however, there's one only one difference, however. There wasn't another match after this, thankfully, however, unlike we saw on Raw, which was absolutely a waste of time. But as far as the whole thing with Mandy and Sonya goes, this whole thing has been more than short of a waste of time. I am sick of seeing that no-nonsense, blonde-ass little bimbo-ass broad, basically, grace my TV every week, just like Alexa Howard, thinking she's all that and then some. She's not. She thinks she's all that. So, here's an idea for a new team, Howard, involving Alexa and uh, Mandy Rose. They can call themselves the blonde-ass bitches, the blonde-ass bimbos, or basically, the blonde, uh, or basically, the, uh, 
backstabbing little broads. If you can call them the backstabbing broads, the blonde-ass bitches, or in hindsight, you can call them the total boring, bland bimbos, if you ask me, because that's all they are, are boring, bland bimbos. And as far as Sonya Deville goes, if she had any common sense power, she would get out of this whole thing with Manny and go on her own. But no, WWE's afraid that they don't want to do that because they don't think she has potential. Bullshit. She has more potential in that division right now than anyone else on the entire roster right now. That excludes Bailey. That includes Nia Jackal Jax. That includes Tamina, the Mangina Schnooker. That includes even the Queen of Hearts in Italian, even my girl Becky Lynch. But yet, Vince doesn't want to see the big picture because of him being a racist, bigoted piece of shit. He figures, however, he thinks that Mandy, that Sonya is not ready for the spotlight, at least to go up the ladder, at least try to go after any big title yet. Yeah, Vince. Great idea. Let's find a way to continue to bury Sonya Deville like you're burying a lot of people, like Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy, and Finn Balor, among others. And speaking of Finn Balor and Buddy Murphy, however, where the hell were they last night, along with Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev and Lana? Oh, that's right. You didn't bring him to television so we can put him on TV again, Vince. Way to go, Vince, you stupid, racist, bigoted piece of shit. Speaking of pieces of shit, let's talk about this piece of shit main event now. How are Heavy Machinery taking on Owens and Ziggler? And what happened? Oh yes, Owens and Ziggler end up losing to Tucker and Otis Howard. And now we have to put up with these so-called wannabe bushwhackers, Howard, in a triple threat match with Goat Boy and Rowan, as well as The New Day, coming up next Sunday at Extreme Rules. Am I excited? No. But all I can say is, However, uh, this was absolutely a waste of a main event, and this was just an absolute crap tack, absolutely crap, crappy, shitty, absolutely, let's just say, crappy, shitty, and also uh, floppy show in San Antonio last night. That's what it was. So, Vince, once again, how are you showed once again that SmackDown continues to suck on your watch because you are an absolute piece of shit by grace basically pouring us to tears every week by having your stupid asshole ignoramus of a total, uh, let's just say, snake of a son, Howard, and his little boyfriend, Dick Sucker Drew McIntyre, grace us for our presence for 30-plus minutes and bore us to tears by continuing to proclaim he's the best in the world. Yeah, Vince, why don't you just continue to have your son kiss your ass and blow you every chance you get, just like his little boyfriend, Drew McIntyre, and his other boyfriends, Dash and Dawson. So on a scale of 1 to 10, I give SmackDown a 2 out of 10. Thank you very much there, of course, J.D. Uh, for, and John, of course, for your review, of course, of last night's SmackDown and also for oh. AEW between last no between last, last night and, and tonight as well. John added, of course, of course, his, of course, his, based on J.D.'s icebreaker here, uh, J.D., I mean, John has posted, of course, this, uh, this um, <clears throat> we'll just say a little bit of, of a, the gross barrage, if you will. Uh, uh, let's see, of course, as I mean, I like what he has, what John has to say, because he's technically he's telling the truth here, guys. Vince, look at the blood on your hands. The blood on your hands started when you made people mad. And John, go over the names on who you made mad, like John always does here, folks. And of course, we're talking about CM Punk, John Morrison, Alberto Del Rio, Ryback, Wade Barrett, Damian Sandow, Cody Rhodes, and Goldust, Enzo and Cast, Dean Ambrose, Chris Jericho, Jack Swagger. Sasha Banks, Emma, AJ Lee, Ty Dillinger, and others. You and Kevin Dunn assassinated their careers, and guess what they got? It's what they got back at you. It's like you're assassinating the people you're screwing over, including, as JD mentioned here, Ember Moon, Naomi, Natalia, the Usos, Braun Strowman, Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, 
First off, John, there's no way, and I do mean no way in hell, Dolph should even be considered a part of the conversation. He should be basically out of the WWE altogether. He is an absolute waste of space. He is continuing to whine and bitch and piss and moan about everything. Here's the thing about that. Why don't you just send Dolph out of here? Just get rid of him right now while you can, if you have any common sense. And also giving people free passes like, and of course, J.D. mentioned this on many occasions, Baron Corbin, Lacey Evans, The Iconics, Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan, Drake Maverick, Brock Lesnar, Charlotte Flair, Drew McIntyre, Elias, and yes, even Vince, your son, Shane. The first drips of blood began when you killed Owen Hart and Chris Benoit, and you obviously had an outside force to do it. He brings up Owen and Benoit again. Man, okay. Hmm. Uh, and you don't want your son-in-law to run the company because you are terrified of him. Now, that's the truth right there. That's a, that's a big truth right there. Yeah, yeah. Vince is terrified of Triple H. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All Triple H has got to do is give him a pit. Him because he knows that Hunter's trying to do the best he can down in NXT, Howard, and trying to make this a quality show, Howard. And you've got guys down there, Howard, like Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Shayna Baszler, the Street Profits, however. Uh, like I said, uh, Arthur Strong, however. Among others, however, uh, Matt Riddle, who are trying to uh, get over with the universe, Howard. And the thing is, if you bring them up, Howard, what are you going to do with them, Vince? What, are you gonna, what show are you going to put them on, or who are you going to put them in the ring with? Are you going to piss all of them like you've done with certain people, like Aleister Black, like uh, freaking uh, Ricochet, even though Ricochet's done pretty good, Howard? I mean, you've pissed all over Aleister Black. You've pissed all over Mustafa Ali since WrestleMania. I mean, you thought you had a good thing going into WrestleMania with Mustafa Ali. But where's Ali been since WrestleMania? Where the hell's been Buddy Murphy? You know, what have you done with those guys? Oh, that's right. You haven't had him on TV, Howard. You haven't even had Finn Balor on TV in about three weeks, Howard. Shows you how much you're thinking of something unless Finn uh, asks for some time off. Where's Charlotte been, you know? Where's uh, Sasha been? You're still fighting with Sasha. Sasha's still fighting with you guys about the way you screwed her over at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's a good point. Johnson's also being a racist and going back to the 80s and 90s, of course, watching the WWE Network recreating storylines that have been used. Of course, Vince, there's going to be a judgment day. You're going to have to answer for everything. When the police and the FBI raid your house and your and your building for your drugs. Whoa! My goodness. And also, how many affairs you've had on WWE, uh, the ladies behind your wife's back, because you and Donald Trump have one thing in common. You don't know how to run a ship. Whoa! Holy cow! Oh! Oh, my God! <laughs> Oh, that is raw, man. You talk about raw. John, you're getting raw tonight, my man. That's good. Very nice, John. I got a hand forget, to him. Forget WWE. Forget Eddie Murphy, man. John Gross is raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Vince is somebody that needs to stay away from WWE. It is you. Or else don't don't expect – oh, John says now – or else don't expect him to call an FBI agent to search for your drugs. Oh, oh he, John's out for blood. He's out for blood. John's coming out swinging the night, guys. Yeah, he's oh, he's got the nightstick out. He, he he's doing the big boss man thing now on the on, on Vince McMahon. Yeah. So October events, everything you own is online because AEW will keep you out of business. If not, then every WWE fan will run to your headquarters, WWE headquarters, and protest the following morning, night, and evening, and heck, even blow up the building and probably go to jail for it. Uh. Vince, you better clamp the blood on your hands because if not, there will not but only blood on your hands, there'll be blood on your head, and this will teach you a lesson for screwing the entire talent. And if somebody needs to teach you a lesson, 
Oh my God, this is a name I haven't heard in a long time. You you, you remember the ball headed security guard from Jerry Springer? Oh God, what was it? Um, Steve Steve Wilkos, JD, you, you remember that? You remember him? Oh yeah, Jerry Springer's bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know these guys on the show too. John says yeah. John John said he doesn't care if he gets locked up for this. Holy cow! But uh, Vince, you are watching the company crumble within within while your son-in-law Triple H is taking NXT by storm and is making it the best company that it is today. And Cody Rhodes is taking AEW by storm as well. So, holy, John is on a roll tonight here, ladies and gentlemen, on 692 of Revolution. John says here, so Vince, it's you who has taken a fall from grace. I don't know if he's got, I'm sure he's probably going to say something else here in just a moment. Uh, and while he comes up with a couple other things, let me go ahead and bring this out one more time. We thank you once again, gentlemen, for uh, your thoughts about SmackDown and the rest of Fighter Fest, of course, tonight as well. one 444 caller ID. One three eight zero five five pound. This is episode six ninety two of Revolution okay. here. Everything, JD. Uh, six ninety two of Revolution here for uh, Wednesday, July third, two thousand and nineteen. One day away from America's birthday, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw right here, of course, along with the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, who of course is continue, of course, to be at the, out for the hunt for Vince McMahon. So Vince, if you're by any chance ever listening to TalkShoe.com, listen to this show, you better be careful because we have one man on here that will definitely come. It's going to be coming after you, so you better be locking those doors. <clears throat> of course, like we said earlier, don't forget NWO Wolfpack tomorrow night, 138-521-pound. Live video feed will be from OWN US of Warriors Legacy. News and views, history and birthdays, and so much more. Be sure to join us there uh, <clears throat> uh, for that here tomorrow night. And then, of course, Friday's edition of Revolution, 138055-pound. Our live video feed will be from WWS Nitro Thunder. News and views, history and birthdays. Also, hopefully, we'll have a visit from MLD and the Friday Night Delight of Danny from Oak Park. As they, of course, will, of course, give their thoughts about Raw, SmackDown, the Fighter Fest this past weekend, and so much more. So it will be a big-time program here tomorrow night and Friday night right here on Talk Shoot. Of course, Friday night will be seven episodes away from the big 700. <clears throat> uh, and, of course, don't forget Power Hour to, uh, Saturday evening at 6 o'clock right here on Talk Shoe, uh, 141364-pound. As I'll be reviewing all the shows this past week here in the radio network, plus also bringing, of course, the history and birthdays here for this coming Saturday, as well as, of course, uh, some wrestling news tidbits courtesy at 411mania.com. Be sure to listen in on that Saturday evening at, at 6 o'clock, of course, WWS Power Hour. Be sure not to miss that. Now, I'm going back to John. He's got a couple more things to say here. He says, and you will have to answer, and you will have to, when, when you go in the jail cell, and those persons will have no problem giving you a black eye. Because I'm sure that John's sure that they, they have watched WWE, the crap hole that you created. Vince, you better be thinking on how to get WWE back on track. And of course, this October, when you see AEW rise and you see the superstars that you didn't let have talent, you're going to realize that you missed out. And John said that's all he's got to say there. So, John, you had a big mouth. You had a you had a mouthful to say tonight. There, I meant to, that's the way I meant to phrase it. There, John, sorry about that. 
But uh, thank you very much there indeed there, John. Good, good points of view there, of course, all around. Uh, of course, like I say, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget here, uh, to, of course, my understanding here, we have, a, of course, another WWE pay-per-view coming up. Of course, Extreme Rules coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend. But also, of course, don't forget, uh, also we have another AEW pay-per-view coming up here in the works as well. And, and of course, uh, that means, of course, it'll be time once again for more prediction title challenge, challenges, a couple more here that are coming your way. And, of course, like I said, more belts will be, uh, will be of course, up, uh, will be up and ready to go. And, of course, we'll wait and see who will, of course, take which belt. And it will be a very, and, of course, we'll find out who all is going to take part in this, this go around. So <clears throat> be sure, like I said, to check that all out here coming up here the next uh, several weeks, of course, right here. Course on Revolution and Wolfpack, of course, part of the WWS radio network right here on talkshoot.com. Uh, as we said before, ladies and gentlemen, Revolution, of course, we are we are tonight, we are eight episodes away from hitting 700. Friday will be seven episodes away. And ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and let you know that we do plan on having a big time, big time show here this coming Friday night. I mean, uh, Friday night, July the 19th, as Revolution will be celebrating its 700. 700 oh. Oh, I just did hear something about Raw next Monday. It's going to make you laugh. Okay, and JD's got an update about Raw, so go ahead, please. Hold on, I'm just tuning it now. Let me see a bit. Okay, well, it looks like we're going to have Seth and Becky back in action again, this time against Andrea Cien Almas and Selena Vega. So apparently they're putting them together against other couples in, in WWE, apparently. Hmm. Yep. So that'll be a very interesting one to say the least here, folks. So we'll have to, have to have to keep our eyes open on that. And of course, it would not surprise me at all if Andre if, if Andretti and Zelina are are part of the main event of Raw this coming Monday night, of course, when they take on the true power couple, of course, Universal Champion Seth Rollins and the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. Now I do think right at the at the 15 minutes ago before the end of the show. I think we do have somebody else coming in or here on the line. And if I'm not too much mistaken, I do believe it is the following here. I will go on and say this. He is, of course, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also known as, known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. He is a WWS Raw radio contributor. And, of course, when you hear his other nickname, folks, you got to think about that 60 sitcom Happy Days where the central character, where that, where that character went a little something, just like this. He went, he went, eh. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie has made it on here, of course, uh, episode 692 of Revolution. Fonzie, we welcome you, sir, uh, this evening. Thank and you. Of course, myself, JD, myself, JD, uh, and, and JD and John and JD Stone, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Fonzie, uh, I know you did not... Um, you, you did not take uh, I you did not check out um, AEW's Fire Fest this past Saturday, so you didn't probably have any thoughts about it. Uh, but um, if you like to, we'd like to hear something about what happened uh, on the SmackDown, if you don't mind here. Uh, SmackDown was a little. Uh, I'm gonna. See. They have a little bit better than Monday Night Raw, actually. The beginning of Monday Night Raw was awesome. 
Dennis started going down and caca drain. But um, last night it was pretty good raw, I thought, in my view. But uh, um, so uh, uh, it was pretty good, I think. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right. Well, we thank you. We we thank you very much, Sir Pons. Uh, 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 the human suplex machine, John Gross, actually did have did the uh, did uh, leave, did cut out did uh, leave here tonight. Had to take care of something, so he's already left us here for the evening. So, uh, John, we thank you very much, Sir Sir, for for being a part of the show. And of course, John went on a little bit of a we'll say a little bit of a tirade here earlier. Uh, but uh, of course, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, what, a lot of what he said, you know, is bound to happen. I mean, it's it, you see, you're seeing the signs of it right now. So obviously, but uh, of course, uh, but uh, of course, like I said, uh, some well put words here from the human suplex machine here tonight as well. Uh, <clears throat> indeed. Uh, well, let's see here, guys. We got about well. We got about 15 minutes. Uh, let's see here what we can think about doing here. Oh, wait a minute. I haven't done this in a long time. I still have this right here. That is. How oh, about, yeah. how, Chad, how about JD gets, I want to get my 24-7 belt back from JD. He hasn't pulled it up yet. I think he's sad because he's. I think he's chicken shit because I, I could probably beat him again. Wait a minute. When we can have that match. You want a challenge, don't you? Okay, how about this? And if Chad will go with this, I think mean, let's go with this then. You want a challenge? Tomorrow night, the 4th of July. Well, we got I'm one. Down with everything. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. Forgive me. I, forgive me. I've got a solution. Because uh, while I was sitting here thinking about this, and Fonky brought up the brought up that belt, uh, I do know that Michelle has earned an opportunity for it. However, here's what I propose. Here's what I propose. That we do that match now. So that way, Michelle will not earn her, will not lose her opportunity, and the winner will, and either either JD retains or Fonzie win, Fonzie wins, and so like I said, Michelle will have still have an opportunity to go after. They won't knock her out of the running. But I also now, but I also have a, now. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, I'll add another stipulation. I'll add, I'll add another stipulation. Fonzie, JD won a match um, the other week for a new belt that I actually brought out here just recently, which actually kind of has the same premise as a 24-7, as a 24-7 title, but it's got a, got a little bit of a unique twist to it. Let me explain. The belt is called the WWUS Wrestling Challenge Championship. JD, of course, 
that's why I forgot to write. I didn't write that one down. I put that on, on online here too. Um, here's what I here's what I propose here. Here's what I propose here. We we do this match. We do this match tonight. Or wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, Fonzie. I know you want that. You want that twenty four seven title badly. Here's a way you can get yourself into the get you in get get you that opportunity there, my man. And we'll take JD's idea. But follow me here, Fonz. Okay, follow me here. Okay. <clears throat> JD puts up his wrestling challenge belt up tonight against you. Okay. Okay. Here is here is a twist. Now here's a twist. Now you're gonna love this. That whoever holds that, whoever wins that belt, they get to choose. What they they get to choose, they get to choose a belt that the person that they beat currently holds. You see what I'm saying? Um, and yeah. uh, you just you just mentioned the one belt you want to go after once again is that 24 seven. And you can yeah. and you can and you can and you can kind of activate your opportunity by doing that. JD, do you have that belt near you? By I have any with chance? me right now. I have it with me right now. Okay, would you mind please passing it over so that way I can go ahead right. and hold it to it? Thank you very much. Okay. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a, and of course you agree to do under family feud rules. So. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh. All right, <clears throat> of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is an impromptu. This is, of course, a a special edition Family Feud style matchup here for the WWS Wrestling Challenge Championship. Whoever holds the Wrestling Challenge title, of course, after this match, will get to choose to will get the chance to choose a belt that their 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 opponent of their choosing. So. Guys, like that's why, like I said, I'm updating the list on WWS Universe. You can go on there and you can see what they got. And Fonzie, it doesn't have to be the 24 7 belt. You can go after one of his other ones if you want to. He's got a bunch of them. So you can go after I know, but more. I want my 24 7 belt. Okay, so I want to you are. Good luck. Good luck. Fonzie, you are obviously already, you've obviously already chosen that should you win the wrestling challenge belt, that's the one you want to go after. Is the twenty four seven? That's correct. Okay, there you go. And ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie has chosen already that should he beat JD, and JD don't go don't go doing that to yourself after the show. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, should 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 Fonzie beat JD, and not only will he become the new wrestling champion, he will of course gain himself another opportunity to go after. Once again, the WWS 24/7 title. So let me go ahead and get my let me get my scoreboard here. This uh, this one we always do like if whoever gets 200 wins, right? 200 points. Yes, yeah. that 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 that's correct. That, that's, okay. that's correct. So, oh so. no, I just wanted to double check. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, try to do it kind of similar to how to do the family feature. I think it's like first 200 normally wins. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, guys, talking about, uh, of course, what was hyped up on Raw. 
from Raw Monday Night about the deal with Strowman and Lashley. JD, I'm sure you probably saw this story on yep. uh, 411 Mania. Lashley posted a video saying the next yep. time that he sees that SOB, that now I'm going to Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I'm going to send him to the morgue. Oh, Lashley is getting brutal. Oh, crap. I have never seen that yeah. guy that fierce. Yeah. He's strong. Yeah. He's, he is fierce. He's tough. He is strong. Don't get me wrong. He's a heck of a competitor. But I have never seen him that dark. No pun intended. No pun intended. You oh, know what he I mean? is fired up, ready to go. Yes. He's oh, ready. That's going to be at SummerSlam. You watch. You watch. Yeah. And John says, John's back on, and he says it could be possibly a buried alive match. Oh, you talk. Oh, I'll be nice. I'll be nice. That's dark. That is dark right there. Strowman and Lashley. Man, first time the Undertaker's not involved in one of those matches. Well, you have to. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, because, I mean, the Undertaker's been involved by all all the buried alive matches, I think. So, I mean, anyway. Let's go ahead and get right into it here. Of course, first to reach 200 points will win the mat. Will win the match, and of course, will win the title. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the challenger hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He is the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Yeah. And also hailing from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Of course, I'm sure probably about two or three blocks down the road from Fonzie. <laughs> I don't know how far they are. But one another uh, about other. probably 20 minutes about 20 minutes okay 20 minutes 20 minutes from one another of course out there in pittsburgh pennsylvania home of the penguins okay and the pirates yep. and any other any other mascot sort of the letter p i don't know but anyway no offense guys uh <clears throat> he is the current wc he is a he is the current wcw us wrestling challenge champion he is the Iceman jd jerry d geronimo and John once again said, "Good luck, guys, and he will see us tomorrow on the Fourth of July." Okay, there you go. All right, here we go here, and we're going to go past eleven o'clock hour on this guy, so don't feel like you have to rush here because we don't have to tonight. So there you go. All right, here we go. Top seven answers on the board, <clears throat> and here's uh, let me give you the question, and then JD, there's one question I'll have to ask you, and. But stand by. Seven answers, top seven answers on the board. Here is the question: Name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. But before before you do so, I'll, JD, I will ask you: As the champion, you have the opportunity to choose. Do you want to go first, or do you want to let Fonzie? I'll go? go first. Okay, seven answers. Go ahead. Burp. What'd you say? Burp. B U R P. Oh, I, oh, and number two is Burke or Belch. Yeah, that, that same thing. Uh, 18 points there for JD. Fonzie, six more answers left to go. Name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. Never cut the cheese. That is one of the most excellent answers I have ever seen, but unfortunately, they didn't make the list. Not even far. Maybe they considered it the same thing as burp. I don't know because they're both gassy. <laughs> that sounded terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, here, uh, JD, uh, and like that, that kind of that kind of threw me off guard too. I mean, they're just taking the one that has the, like the best answers. I guess I don't know. 
But but that that is one good one, Fonz. One good one indeed. JD, six answers still on the board. You did say burp. Name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. Ah, uh, talk with your mouth open. Number one, chew with well, I was going to say chew with your mouth open. You said mouth open, so that does count. Uh, twenty-four points. All right. All right, Fonzie, uh, chew with your mouth open or talk with your mouth open and burp. Uh, of course, as been said, top two answers, three through seven, still available. Name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Well, hold on. Crap. Crap. Oh, crap. Wait a what happened? I Guys, I screwed up. Apparently, that was that one you gave JD was on there, and and I already revealed the number one. And actually, one you said JD was number was number seven. Talk while eating was there. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Since now technically we have three answers revealed, so finally that make it that make it a little bit easier for you. JD, I'm going to cut that from 24 to 12. Right. And Fonzie, I'm going to give you 12. Because I screwed up. So there you okay. go. So Fonzie, so Fonzie, you're, so, so JD, you got eight. So, so far, JD, you got 30 points out of this. Okay. It would have been a little bit more, but I, I screwed up and I apologize about that. So right. Fonzie, uh, three, three, four, five, and six still there. Name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. Chew with your mouth open, burp, and talk while eating has been technically said. And Fonzie's thinking about this very, very carefully. Because I thought I thought cut the cheese would be up there. But I, oh, oh I, it was up there. I, I believe you. I believe it was. I believe you. I believe you. Uh, uh, I think here. Uh, Oh, uh, now put your arms on the table. Okay, we're finally we're checking on that for you. Hold on one second here, my man. Okay. 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 <clears throat> Believe it or not, Fonzie, that's actually close to an answer that's uh, it's on here, so you're going to get the points for this. It's number four, elbows on the table, but elbows are part of your arms. So, okay. Yeah. So, so Fonzie, you get ten, you get ten more points on that. So there you go. Very good. All right, JD, chew with your mouth open, burp, elbows on the table, and talk while eating has been said. Uh, three more answers left to go. Name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. Uh, she told you never to uh, lose your mouth open, however, elbows. Play with your food. Number three, play or throw with throw your food. Uh, JD, you got 15. <laughs> 
And, uh, and and JD, with all due respect, you, you know that I kid every time I say stuff like this. JD, please never take anything that I say seriously unless we're talking about wrestling. Um, but one thing that J- JD's mother never to- told him never to do at the dinner table was to 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 to, to, to never masturbate on the screen. <laughs> 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 Mom, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just actually uh, preparing my meat. <laughs> okay, JD, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm all, I'm in a, you know, I'm in a fairly good mood. I'm just, I'm just getting some giggles out. There you go. Is, is that JD or I play the John Cena thing? So there you go. I don't know. All right, all right, Fonzie. Here's let me tell you what we got so far. Chew with your mouth open, burp, play or throw food, elbows on the table, and talking while and talking while eating. There's two more answers still left. Name something your mother never told you to do at the dinner table. Um, don't don't uh, use your don't use your fingers to pick up food. Number six, eat with your fingers. You got it, Fonz. Five more points, my man. Very good indeed. All right, JD. One more, one more answer. By the way, and by the way, JD, I did clear that. I did. I, uh, I think I did clear that. I don't think you. Ever, I didn't, guys, y'all don't have any strikes. So, so I don't think I gave y'all. Uh, no. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah. You gave me one strike. I got one you, strike. You, you got what? You got one. Okay. I, well, that's okay. That's better. Than, hey, that's better than striking out. There you go. All right, JD, one more answer still to go. Name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. So far, we've got chew with your mouth open, burp, play or throw your food, elbows on the table, eating with your fingers, and talking about eating. There's one more answer. Uh, oh, I just had it a second ago. Shoot, 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 shoot. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, go, go, Ponzi. I'll be right back. Your turn. JD had to step away for just a second here, so I guess what says for right now. I guess we have to pause this for just just a second here. Uh, Fonzie, while we're gone here, I just want to mention here to you as well. I don't know if you're an avid um, watcher of DVDs or not. I don't know if you have any, any have, have a collection of them or not, what have you. But uh, thought I'd just mention here to you that if, if you'd like, I could like to send you an invitation to check out a group I have on Facebook here that, of course, I've been advertising here for the last couple of weeks. Of course, it's a group entitled Bulldog DVD Sales. Yes, Fonzie, that's what I mean. I am selling DVDs here, but I'm selling them at a very, very low cost. The, the lowest is $1 to the highest, which is $5. Yes. And I'm talking about I'm talking about everything from action, comedy, drama, horror, science fiction, children's uh, animated and other children's movies, also wrestling, and also some TV series as well. And more being added on every day. So be sure to check. Like I said, if you like to, please uh, feel free to. Uh, I'll send you an invitation there if you like. Um, or if I have, please accept it if you like, if you want to. 
and check out, of course, the page. And like I said, Bulldog DVD sales. We take the bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite features. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales. So, Fonzie, if you want to check that out, please pop on and okay. check it out. So, and like I said, and also, Fonzie, to give you my personal assurance, all DVDs that I post on there have been checked out personally by me. They are in excellent condition, not a scratch on the disc. So there you go. I would not put them on there if that was the case. So there you go. Oh, yeah, I know. So, but I've got <sighs> different. I got different. I got TV. I got different seasons of TV series. I got, like I said, different movies. I got, I got TV. I even you got, got Sam. For, you got Sam for the Sun? <laughs> No, I no, I don't. I, I actually, but of course that doesn't. Uh, mean, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you know maybe sooner or later it might pop up in, in some of this. Um, I got certain seasons of uh, South Park, The Simpsons, uh, Reno Nine One One, The Walking Dead, uh, Six Feet Under, Entourage. Uh, some Beavis and Butthead stuff. That's a family guy. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see what else I got. I'm actually, I'm actually looking at them right now. I got them right here for some. Uh, of course, you know, everybody has a Star Trek tonight. I got some seasons of some Star Trek. Uh, yeah, uh, Animal House. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised if I did. I might have to, I'll have to check that out and say I don't have it posted on that page yet. But now, if you want National Lampoon, I do have. You remember National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? I've got it. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, but I got different stuff. But like, you got to look at the page. I got I got a bunch of different posts on there, and the variety. That's what I got. Some of them are mixed up. Some of them are, are like one thing at a time. Uh, JD, are you back with us? No, I'm not. I'll be right there. And of course, he, he, but here's the funny thing. He said he's, he's sitting in the. He, he, he did his, hey, he's he, changing he, his he, underwear. No, he's in the bathroom. He changes fruity to looms. I'm back. Did you change your fruities? <laughs> no, he was in the bathroom. He was in the bathroom with his girlfriend going, ah, uh, right there. Ah, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> 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 no, I'm thinking. JD, it's your turn. Like I said, we got one answer remaining. Uh, name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. Let me go over the answers that we have thus far. Chew with your mouth open. Burp. Playing or throwing your food. Elbows on the table. Eating with your fingers. And talking while eating. There is one more answer. Sleep. You said sleep? Mm -hmm. JD, strike one. Sleep is not there. Bonzi, you only got, you only got uh, one. One yeah, answer. One answer left. So, and also JD, I was giving Fonzie letting them know about the Bulldog DVD sales page. So, like I said, JD, you need to find find you some man. So way you can. I'm working on it. I'm just I, I, I just I will take care of it. And also, if your mom and dad's interested, show them the list of your mom and dad. Yeah, I'll too. definitely tell them about that. Yes. So there might be something there that they might probably remember in some old movies there too. Wow. I'm sorry, don't, don't eat, 
Uh, don't eat naked in the chair. <laughs> well, Jay, well, Jay, JD can go to a cookout because he's already bringing the hot dogs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Fonzie strike two, my man. That's not there. But that's yeah, a good I know. Game. I know. But that was funny. <laughs> no, I like that. That was, that was good, though. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. And JD's girlfriend can bring the melons. Okay, God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you better not let her listen to this thing. No, 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 no. Okay, no, thank no. you. Thank you. Yeah, you better. You better. Oh, boy. Uh, JD, okay, still one answer left. Oh, you got one strike. Go ahead. I said, chew with your mouth open, burp, playing or throwing your food, no elbows on the table, eating with your fingers, and talking while eating. It's what's been said. There's one more answer left. Uh, let's see. uh <clears throat> I'm thinking here, I think you do not Yes. Uh it's okay, it's okay. Oh, good. Oh, oh man, I need a good laugh. Let's do remedy for what ails you. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you, Fonz. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be. Uh, I am going to say you do not. Do not. Uh, I just had a second ago. I just had a second ago. Crap, I just saw it. Oh, God. You know this, too. You do not find a way to, uh... Crap, I just had it. Uh, you do not, uh, throw your food. Well, that's, that's already been said. You said... When you said play, see, throw is considered part of the. I'm gonna take the last two. I just, I'm, I'm done. I can't think no more. My brain's fried. Okay. All right. Well, JD's already going to take his last two, folks. So technically, now JD has struck out here. Bonzi, um, you still have a good opportunity here, but uh, you got one more opportunity if you want to take a guess. Now I'm taking my last strike. Okay. Well, the, the last one was probably the toughest one, but y'all did get all but, but that one, and that's good. Very good indeed. Um, name something your mother told you never to do at the dinner table. The last one, she told you never to fight. At the dinner table. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So none of that went on it. Okay. okay, so right now the score, the score right now is JD has, let me, let me look at it right here, 45 points. And Fonzie has 20, 27. So, hey, it's a close that? one. Very close indeed. Okay, here, gentlemen, here we go here with the next one. Fonzie, you will start this round. So, <clears throat> so here we go. Top eight answers are on the board. 
eight answers. Listen very carefully. Name something. <clears throat> sorry, I got to clear my throat. Sorry about that. A little dry there. Fonzie, name something big you need if you have lots of little kids. I'll repeat it. Name something big that you need if you have lots of little kids. Toys. You said toys. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Oh, ah, I bet that felt good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he had the old buck trumpet right there. <laughs> Fonzie, strike one, but toys isn't there. Yeah, I told you. Shocking. That, that should have been there, though. No, seriously. Yeah, it should have been. You think they would have, have it, though. Yeah. Hey, you know family food, man. You know how that happens. Uh, JD, eight answers still on the board. Name something big that you need if you have lots of little kids. Close. Uh, okay. JD strike one close is not there either. What? Huh. Yeah. Ah, I can't believe that either, too. I can't. I'm shocked. I'm very shocked. All right, Fonzie. Mm -hmm. Fonzie, still eight answers up there. Name something big that you need if you have lots of little kids. If you have lots of little kids, you need a big home, big house. Number two, house and rooms. 23 points, Fonzie. That's so that puts you up. Whoa, you took the lead on that, Fonzie. You're up to 50 right now. You're five points over JD right now, even as we speak. So very good job indeed there, Fonz. All right, JD, so far a house slash rooms has been said. Seven answers still left. Name something big that you need if you have lots of little kids. Automobile, car. Number one, car or van. 36 points, Fonz, JD has, okay? All right, so far, guys, uh, Fonzie, car, and house have been said. Uh, three through eight still remaining. Name something big that you need if you have lots of little kids. He pulled that one out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said, too. <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. How many strikes I have? None? Or one? I think you have one. You have one. I'm going to lose this round. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I'm going to lose this round. Uh, I'm taking my last two strikes. I... Are you are you 100% positive? Oh, the, last, the only two we, we said it's up there. Uh, I can't think of anything else. Oh. Okay. And I'm just going to double check here. I don't want to jump the gun here on you. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I need to jump in the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, just like JD in the last round is taking his last two as well. So, but good effort, Fonzie. You did get the, you did get the second answer. You did. So, 
Yeah, so you so JD, you have I think you I think you have two more as well, I think. Uh, yeah, so cool. three through eight, three through eight is still there. And there's something big that you need if you have lots of little kids. Hold on a second. Repeat that one more time. One more go ahead. Repeat one more name, time. What is it again? Name something big that you need if you have lots of little kids. And so far, car and house have been said. Something big that uh, what again? You need. Name something you need. Name, if you have lots of little children, little kids. Uh, I'm going to say um, uh, like video game systems. JD strike two. Uh, one more time. One more shot, JD. Uh, you gotta give them, however, stuffed animals. I think that might be considered toys, JD. I think they normally consider those toys. Oh. You said toys earlier, I think. So. Mm -hmm. Or somebody said toys. I mean, it was said. Yeah. So, still one more opportunity, JD. What do you think? Hmm. Thinking here, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here. Uh, uh hmm. I just had a two, darn it. Uh, I'm going to say crap, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I'm going to pass as well. Okay. All right. Well, okay. All right, all right, but good, good, good effort, guys. And this was kind of a difficult one here too. Um, but you did get the top two, obviously. Uh, of course, car and house on that. So that did kind of help your points there. Ponzi, like I said, is up to I think I think I said fifty points there, and I think JD had forty-five going in, and he got an additional thirty-six, and that put him up at. 81 so it's 81 to 50 right now in favor of jd let me go over the remaining five answers here uh number eight a nanny now oh, you pick number seven a washing machine uh. number six a package of diapers and all three of all three of those had the same amount of people say that believe it or not hmm um uh, number five heart what is it heart h-e-a-r-t heart if you, if you will be able to and and number four absolutely most importantly other than heart you also need to have have lots of patience because you don't want to get mad at a child you know how you've heard all that yeah you've heard all that. yeah yeah and and number three, and number three, a yard or a play area. 
Yeah. I know that was difficult, though. I will admit that was that was um, that was difficult. But y'all did try, like I said, eighty-one to fifty right now. JD's leads here, but like I said, still plenty of still plenty of uh, plenty plenty to go here. Of course, we haven't hit close two hundred yet, but we're <clears throat> uh, JD would go back to you, sir. As of right. course, top eight answers on the board. This question was asked to one hundred men. Like me, you, and Fonzie. <laughs> there you go. Are we men? We're men, right? We're men. Okay. Mm -hmm. We asked 100 men. Okay, 100 men was asked this question. And JD, you start us off with like the eight answers on the board. Name an interesting subject for conversation. I will repeat it. Name an interesting subject for conversation. According to 100 men, eight answers. I'm gonna say uh your uh job. Job number six, work or job, JD has another five points. All right, Fonzie, job or work has been said so far. According to one hundred men, name an interesting subject for conversation. Sports. Number three, sports. Fonzie's got 17. All right, Fonz. All right, there you go. All right, JD, sports and work has been said so far. Name an interesting subject for conversation. Family. Number five, children or family. JD gives another five points there. <clears throat> so that's three, three down. Okay, five more to go. Fonzie, name an interesting subject for conversation. Sports, family, and job has been said so far. Fucking pig. Man. We talk about females. Number two, women. Fonzie's got 18 points. Fonzie. Oh, my Lord. Fonzie. Oh, man. <laughs> Fonzie, in the last couple of minutes, you have earned 35 points. Impressive. Very impressive. <clears throat> All right, JD, so far, women. Sports, family, and work has been said, so half the answers are gone. Four more still to go. Name an interesting subject for conversation. Uh, I'm going to say, however, the topic of conversation, however, would be... Ooh, that's a good one. Let me think. I think, I would say, like I said, however... They would talk about their marriage, their wife, their kids, however. I would say uh, what their hobbies or interests are. Okay. We're, okay. I'm checking that out here for you. JD Strike One. Hobbies is not up there. Shocking. Fonzie, uh, name an interesting subject for conversation. Women, sports, family, and job, as we said so far.
specifications. Okay, checking that out here. Bonzi Strike One Vacation's not there either. That's surprising too. JD, still four answers up there. Name an interesting subject for conversation. As we said, women, sports, family, and job, as we said. They would talk about what kind of uh their birthday. Uh, JD Strike Two. That's not there either. Marius is 100 men saying this, guys. Uh, Fonzie, name an interesting subject for conversation. Is number one still there? It, I'll go ahead and tell you that yes, it is. What the hell is number one then? I'm going to say parties. I'm going to say party. Part, okay. You said parties, okay. Well, and then. JD has no objection to this. I think, Hans, I think you might have some, what you just said might be close to one of these here. Number four, movies or entertainment, where they do have entertainment at parties. I did say entertainment, didn't I? No, you didn't. You didn't say it. Oh, I You say hobbies. You said hobbies. Oh, that's what I did. Okay, all right. So, Hans, you're going to get 10 points. So, all right, JD, so far, women's sports, entertainment, family, and job has been said. Three more still to go, including the number one answer still up there. Name an interesting subject for conversation, according to 100 men. I think, JD, you have, I think you have one more strike there, JD. Uh, Let's Second, I'll tell you in a minute here. I'm working on something else here, so bear with me, guys. Strip club. (laughs) 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 That is is a good one, though, when you think about it. She found out that he went there. <laughs> yeah, and JD's mom will say, "What's that red mark on the side of your face? It looks like a hand." Okay. No, I'll say it's a hickey. Ooh. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. That might be worse. I guess. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Let me think here. Uh, I'll tell you in a minute here. Uh, okay. Here we go. Okay, what is the question again one more time? Name an interesting subject for conversation. According to one... Hold on, according conversation. To one, right, according to what 100 was, men. Yeah, according to 100 men, name an, name an interesting subject for conversation. And what has been said so far, I will go over it again. Women, excuse me, women, 
sports, movies or entertainment, family, and work. Politics. Number one, politics. JD's got it. 22 points. He picked that out of his ass. Yes, I did. Seriously. No, I thought he pulled down. Yeah, I thought he pulled down. <laughs> yeah. All right, Fonzie, you still got two. You guys still got two answers, my man. You still got two answers. I don't uh, know anything right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, what's some of the things you've heard people talk about, you know, in casual conversation? Friends? You, you, are you saying friends or? Yeah, or, friends. Or, saying friends. See, I think, Jay, I think, Fonzie, this was your last one, I think. Uh, I guess. Okay. Uh, well, like, <sighs> and, that, 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 and that's a good answer. I mean, they, they don't come up with the good ones like y'all always say. So. Uh, that's that meant to board JD. I think you've got one more, too. I think, uh, but you've got two answers still left according to 100 men. Name an interesting subject for conversation politics, women, sports, entertainment, family, and job has been said. Sex, what sex? No, I don't want sex, man. What, what's your answer? <laughs> 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 JD, you struck out too. It's not on the board either. So, but y'all, y'all, y'all did tremendous on this. This two answers. I can't believe the strip club is not out there. Right. <clears throat> but like I said, uh, but y'all did a killing in Fonzie. You definitely, you know, definitely uh, got like I said. Yeah, but two I'm still trailing. There. I'm still way behind. You may not be trailing by that much. I'll add those up here. I'll let you know here just a minute. But the final two answers were like this. Number seven, religion or God? Yeah. Oh, God. And number number eight, the one thing we all have to deal with, money and bills. There you go. So there you go. See, JD, you've got, let me do a quick addition right here. Let's see here. JD, you got 113, and Fonzie, you have let's see, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, one thirteen to ninety five. Yeah, JD Fonzie's going to Fonzie. No disrespect, but uh, JD Fonzie's going to squish you. By the way, so you need to be prepared for that. I'm ready for Fonzie. I'm good. It's all it's all good fun mm-hmm. here. Bro. All good fun. Okay. All right. Let's see here. I think it is uh, Fonzie. Is your turn to start? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Give me guys. Let me get let me get something to drink right here because my. I'm starting to lose my voice here. I need a little something. I need a little something to. Ah, 
Whoa, excuse me. Thank you. <clears throat> that cleared me up. Okay, I'm awake. <laughs> All right, top Fonzie, top seven answers are on the board. Listen very carefully to the question. Seven answers, like I said. Name something specific for which people want quick relief. I'll repeat the question. Name something specific for which people want quick relief. Name something specific for which people want quick relief. Quick relief? Relief. Yeah. Quick relief. Relief or relief. R-E-L-I-E-F-R-R-E-L-E-A-S-E. R-E-L-I-E-F. Relief. Look, I, it's hard for me to tell. I don't have two front teeth, guys. I can't help it. Sorry, I didn't know. Yeah, relief. Medicine. Medicine. No, no, no. no. That technically was asking Fonzie his name and ailment for which people want quick relief from is what it's asking. Like an illness. Or like, well, be more specific. There's a a bunch of them that people want relief from, so you need to, yeah. A common ailment, we'll say, we'll put it that way. Allergies. Hold on, I'm checking on that fine. Stand back for a second. All right, Fonzie, uh, my judges have said that you, that this does, that, that, that does count as this number seven, a cold. Because you, you can't get that with allergies. So, uh, Fonzie, you get, two, you get two points for that, right? Oh, well, hey, at least you got the bottom one out of the way. Okay. Yeah, I got that out of the way. That was really, he's right. Okay, six answers left. JD, name something specific for which people want quick relief. Headache. Number one, headache. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Number one, headache. JD's got 76 points. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, Fonzie, uh, two through six still remaining. Name something, name something right, specific. <clears throat> okay, all right. Uh, and Fonzie, while, J, while JD goes play with his girlfriend in the bathroom, uh, two through six. <laughs> name something specific for which people want quick relief. I hate it when I'm spitting up. That's, that's bad. I'm going to say I'm back. Okay, here's JD. Okay. 
Bonds are still cancer. That is a wonderful. As a matter of fact, here, Fonzie, we haven't done this in a long time. I know this is this is a match here, and JD, I'm sure you won't mind this. Nope. Uh, uh, Fonzie, we're going to we're, you are going to you are going to receive bonus points. This is our bonus answer of the match. <clears throat> Believe it or not, yes, indeed. And for that, uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Give me just a second here, Fonz. Because I'm going to do something truly unique here. So excuse me for just one second here. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fonzie, you are going for that, for that, uh, Fonzie, for that bonus point here, you are going to earn an additional 50 points for that answer. You got the bonus. There you go. What do you think about that, my man? So yeah. So I mean, obviously, a lot of people want that want a cure from um, want to want to have quick relief from cancer. They they all sure they sure do. Yes, indeed. Uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. And that too, by the way. Uh, JD, so far, headache and a cold officially, according to the survey here, has been said. Plus, of course, Fonzie's given the bonus answer for the match, which is cancer. Name something specific for which people want quick relief. Uh, like I said, two, three, stomach four, five. You said stomachache. JD has three more points coming his way. All right, uh, Fonzie, headache, stomachache, and a cold. And, of course, the bonus answer you just gave, cancer. Um, officially, according to the board here, uh, three, three out of the seven has has been said so you got four more left to go name something specific for which people want quick relief stress don't we all right don't we all fonzie strike one i believe that's was that number one i think it was I yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say number one there, Fonzie. I mean, if it wasn't, I mean, I forgive me if I did not acknowledge it, but uh, I'm gonna say strike one here for you. So there you go. Okay. All right, JD, just to go just to go out there one more time. Officially, according to the survey board, headache, stomach ache, and a cold have been said. Fonzie, of course, gave our bonus answer, which was cancer. Name something specific for which people want quick relief. They want to feel relief, or over the loss of a loved one. Another good answer, uh, but JD strike one. That's not there either. Oh, you think it would have been there? Shock! Very shocking indeed. Uh, Fonzie, still two more strikes to let to go here. Name something specific for which people want quick relief. So far, headache, stomachache, and a cold have been said officially. And then, of course, the bonus answer you gave a little while. Mm. Um. 
toothache. Number three, a toothache. Fonzie, you got another five points, my man. Doing very well. Okay. All right, JD, so far what's been said, headache, toothache, stomachache, and a cold. And then, of course, what Fonzie gave earlier, cancer as the bonus answer. Uh, so technically we have three, officially we have three more answers left. Name something specific, specific for which people want quick relief. They want quick relief because they want to... Oh, let me think. Crap, I had it. I, they want relief because they feel. Oh, I just. Oh, no, I know. It's on the of my tongue. They want to feel relief because they are depressed. I don't know. I mean, I said that, didn't I? Yeah, stress has been said. Ponzi said stress. Um, yeah, if I just had it too, and it's in my tongue, darn it. Uh, darn it. Darn it, darn it, darn it to hell. Uh, oh, Crap. Um, they want to feel... I'm going to pass. Okay, uh, so... Okay, so JD has strike two, so he has one more strike. No, uh, Fonzie, I think... Oh, you're taking both. Okay, all right. Monty, JD has decided not to uh, you not to uh, continue on, so you have one more. I think one more opportunity here. I believe that's right. Uh, so far, like I said, officially headache, toothache, stomachache, and a cold has been said. And of course, the official answer you gave cancer. Name something specific for which people want quick relief. Bills. Repeat that again. I say bills. And you're going to get this one number six, credit cards or debt. That's the same thing. Finally, you get another two points right there. <clears throat> um, so far, headache, toothache, stomachache, credit cards and credit cards and debt, and also a cold and also the like I said, the official answer you gave as well. There is still two more answers there, Fonz. I can tell you both of these are, uh, uh, we'll just say, physical ailments that are left that might kind of help help you, might kind of help you out a little bit. Name something specific for which people want quick relief. Um. I'm taking my last strike. Okay. Well, that's, but like I said, you did tremendously well. You did get one more under your belt there. Did a fine job there, Fonz, including guessing the bonus answer of the day. So you did tremendously well. Uh, Dave, something specific, which people, this crap, I can't even talk straight because I, mm. name something specific 
for which people want quick relief. <clears throat> um, and there remain two answers. Number two, heartburn. And number five, and let me ask both of you guys this question before I reveal what this is. What is the one thing that you've heard me say that I kind of suffer from right now? Uh, gas. Yes, yes. No, no. What's the most common thing that you've heard me say that I suffer from? His name's John Cena. I don't know. Uh, now here's a hint. Why do you think a lot nine times out of ten when you're talking when y'all talking to me that I might be laying in bed? Back pain. That's it. Heartburn and back wow. pain. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's it. So, so headache, heartburn, toothache, stomachache, back pain, credit cards, and death and a cold. But Fonzie, you got that. You did get that. Uh, you did get that bonus answer. Fonzie, that kind of helped you out a little bit, a great deal here. Yeah, but J, JD getting that. JD, JD's 24 points away. Oh, you've been keeping up with the score too? Because he got that one big one. Right. Well, let's see what we got, got here. You. We got. Okay. Right. Well, let me see what we got here. So that way I'm going to make sure that we, this is, that we make this legit here. JD, are you using the uh, picture of Becky Lynch as your profile picture again? Uh, no, I just have the regular one. Why? Somebody is using it on the Raw Rant panel chat box. You might need to find out who that is. Yeah, I think it was hacked, however. Okay, well, well, because you know, it's, it's pronouncing it as you, so you, you, you need to go on there and do something about that. I might need to remove that profile off of that, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, let me go. Okay, all right, let's let you know. All right, let's see. See, 30, 15, 45, 45, 36, 81, 81, 81, 81, 81, 81, JD's got 192 already. And Fonzie has a 22, 5, 27, 23, 50. 17, 67, 67, and 18 is 85, 85, 54. So 192, 154 is still close. It's still close. It's still close. <clears throat> so, so Fonzie, I mean, who, I think who, who starts this one? JD, I think you start this round here. Yeah. But Fonzie, but Fonzie like I said, it might be might kind of help to probably get some of the uh, uh, big ones on here. That might kind of help you out a little bit. So keep just keep this in mind and think very very hard on this. All right. So, all right, but. <clears throat> but here we go here. Top six answers are on the board, guys. Top six answers. Repeat that again. Uh, J and JD, like I said, we start with you. Name a reason that you would congratulate. That's, 
<laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Not too shabby there, my man. Very good. JD, the reason why you write some of That's okay. That, that, six answers, JD. What was the question? Name a reason that you would congratulate someone. Baby, what? They're about to have their first child. JD has 21 points. Okay. He won. Well, game over. So, do y'all want to finish the round? No. He won. You don't want to finish? All right. Okay. However, how, however, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, like I said, with final score here, I do believe it was 203 points to 154. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner and still the WWS Wrestling Challenge champion, the Iceman Jared D. Drummond. Yeah, he, fin- he, he picked that. He picked. He he picked that out of his ass. Yes, I well, did. But you know, uh, it was a good uh, match. Uh, JD, 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 Let's let let's 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 discuss something here for just a second. That's the, I know that I said that if Fonzie won this belt, he would have an opportunity. However, since we know what he wants to, since we says he still wants another opportunity at that. Um. <clears throat> I I recommend if you want to have a, have a blowout show tomorrow night on Wolfpack after we get done done with everything else. I say you give it to him. Okay. Right. How about it? You want to go for, go at it again this time with that twenty four seven belt up on the line? Or for me, Quanti, your call, man. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm what better way to do let's the get it? Let's get it on. Okay, so let, so ladies and gentlemen, JD, we'll keep the WWS Wrestling Challenge Championship. And you know what? I've even got a much better idea. JD, don't get rid of this belt because you won't probably think you're going. At, we're going. You're actually going to put both these belts up against Fonzie. Hmm. How about it? Huh? Come on, JD. All you right. want a good challenge, right? Come on. All right. Some, All right. Hey, I call it the I call it the WWS Fourth of July Firework Challenge. Ooh! What do you think, Jake? Were they fines? Two belts, one night. I like that. I love like that. that. You know, and, yep. and, and, Fonzie, and Fonzie, this is how you feel about it here too. Good. You're going down, down, down. Fonzie, I think that's your official new theme song, man. That's your <laughs> new official theme song right there. So, JD, you, if you want to pick out a theme for tomorrow, you're welcome, or unless you like me to do it. But, I got but, the but, uh, but tomorrow, tomorrow okay. So, Fonzie, you want to use that as your theme tomorrow night? I'll have it ready to go for you if you want. Fonzie? Yeah, Do you want that as your theme? Yeah. Okay, that's what you... Okay. Well, let me go ahead and finish this one right here since this match right here is already over. Let me go ahead and finish this. 
Name a reason that you would congratulate someone. Of course, like I said, JD said birth of the baby was number three. Let me start at the bottom here. Number six, because they won something. Number five, their birthday. Number four, graduation. That just happened. Number two, a job or promotion. And number one, because JD got some. No, let's pick it. <laughs> no, it's because they got married or they're engaged to be married. There you go. Okay. All right. So there you go. And ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, WWS 4th of July Firework Challenge. JD puts up both the WWS Wrestling Challenge and 24 7 Championship belts up on the line against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie in another big time family feud style matchup. And JD, I gotta ask you in the style of DX, are you ready? Ready. Fonzie, are you ready? I was born to be ready. Ooh, okay. JD, first John, now Fonzie. They and Adam, and no disrespect to either one of you guys, but tonight, ladies and gentlemen, these guys. These guys nuts grew double double size tonight. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> I love this. Okay. Uh, JD and Fonzie, anything y'all want to add? Well, besides that, by the way, very good. JD or Fonzie, anything else y'all want to add before we close out the show? Nope. All I can say is I'm ready for tomorrow night. Happy Fourth of July, everyone! Early and believe me, <laughs> fireworks continue to go on, and we'll see a lot of additional fireworks. Let's go! We're gonna Just bring out the brooms. Uh, We're gonna bring out the brooms tomorrow night. Tomorrow at yep. four o'clock. Yep. National televised too. So. Yeah, that's right. Remember yeah, that. Is you're right. And guess what? Uh, JD will break out the gold there too, and Fonzie will hope to go to I'll his house. 20 minutes away and pick him up, right? Fonzie, you can go to his house and go pick up those belts, right? <laughs> yep. There you go. Okay. Fonzie, anything you wish to add before we close out shop, close shop for tonight? No. Okay. Just everybody be safe. That's all. Absolutely. Okay. And we'll save the fireworks for tomorrow night's episode of Wolfpack. There you go. 138521-pound. Our live video feed from OWNUS and Warriors Legacy. Be sure to check that out here in D. <clears throat> Revolution episode 692 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on talkgroup.com where we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. For the Iceman, Jared D. Geraldo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, this is Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, saying thank you very much for listening in tonight and have a very happy and safe 4th of July holiday tomorrow. And of course, if you, if you don't want to get out in the heat there, don't try don't try to go get yourself burned and all that. Try to stay cool, stay indoors, have plenty of cold stuff to drink and good stuff to eat and all that. But have a good old time here. Stay safe out there, as we always say <clears throat> here indeed. And like I said, tomorrow night it's, it's gonna get it's gonna heat up here big time as we present in our next edition of the second installment NWO Wolfpack, with of course now our WWUS. Fourth of July fireworks cha- firework challenge, as the Iceman Jared Geronimo will be defending both the WWS Wrestling Challenge and 24/7 Championship belts against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. Be sure to join us here for that. Revolution episode 692 
is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, like I said, four years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other out there. Stay safe tomorrow. Have a great 4th of July. And we'll talk at you tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack. Since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Let's see if JD has returned so he can give us our closing theme of the night. JD, are you back with us? I guess he might have had to step away there. Um, JD, are you back with us? Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, JD is not back here uh, to kind of end the show here for us. So we'll go ahead and um, we'll go we'll go ahead and just play a little something here. We we'll play with what we just played here a little while ago here for Fonzie, which is what he'll use for his match tomorrow night. Of course, the theme to, of course, uh, former ECW and TNA superstar Marcus Corvan. Of course, the alpha male Monty Brown. Remember him as well. Here's the same he used, of course, right here in ECW called simply Smooth. You're going down, down, down. Just come smooth. Watch me do what I do. Laying down perfect. I'm good with smooth, Gucci shoes. And the ladies know that I'm the man. But you just don't lose. I wanna be, will never be anything but born to lose. And if it was the one this is the WWS Radio Network. Have a good night and a good 4th of July, folks. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.